Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every day for just about 13 minutes. That's not very long, but it keeps us in God's Word. It keeps us focused on our relationship with God and keeps us growing in our knowledge of His Word But it also helps us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, you know people in your life who need to change their focus, don't you? They need to grow in their faith. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God and about their soul's salvation. Help them along these lines by sharing these short studies with them every day. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means. But make up your mind, make that commitment, and follow through and start sharing every day with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. What a great blessing to help somebody potentially ultimately get to heaven by sharing these short studies with them every day. But you know that will also be a great blessing for you So make up your mind. Start sharing today. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study. And we're going to be talking about faith. Now, I want to ask a question. When is faith too little? Or we might put it another way. How much faith is still too little faith? Now, you might be scratching your head and say, uh, what are you talking about? What do you mean, faith being too little? How much faith is too little faith? Well, four times our Lord and Savior used the phrase by way of rebuke and instruction, O you of little faith. On four different occasions, he said that. O you of little faith. Now, three times they were directed toward one or more of his apostles. And still, rebuking and instructing them about their faith being too little on those occasions. The other time, during the Sermon on the Mount, he applied them, he applied, he applied them these words more generally to all of those gathered on that occasion. And he said again, O you of little faith. In each case, Jesus emphasized that their faith was insufficient. The question we should all contemplate is exactly what is the focus of this particular line of thought and study. How much faith is still too little faith? Now, when we look at the scriptures, they teach on faith continually and also consistently. Doubting being able to live a faithful life as a Christian is probably one of the biggest hindrances to many people making up their mind to become a Christian. I don't know how many times I've heard heard people say or read of people saying or listened to other people talk about some people they were trying to encourage to become Christians, and, and it comes out maybe in a little bit of a different wording, but it's all the same, basically. They just, I, I, they don't think they can live that life. I, I don't know if I can live that life. I don't know if I can be faithful all of the time. Well, from a standpoint of brutal honesty, that attitude reveals a lack of faith. When somebody doubts whether they can be faithful on a consistent basis, now I'm not talking about stubbing your toe here and there, 
making a mistake now and then. We all do that, even as Christians, even as dedicated, faithful Christians. But I'm talking about someone who just thinks, I just can't, I, I, just, I don't think I can live that life because ultimately what that means is they're caught up in a sinful lifestyle. Now that sinful lifestyle may not be anything as blatant as murder or thievery or something like that or going out and getting drunk every day or getting into fights every weekend. It could just simply be that they're living in the sinful lifestyle of not making the commitment to live faithfully before God. That's sinful in itself. There are, and we've probably talked about this in some of these today's Bible class studies over the years, there, there are sins that are called sins of commission. And that's where we do things that we should not be doing. They, we know they're sinful, they're wrong, they violate scripture, sins of commission. But there are also sins of omission, when we don't do something that we should be doing. Now, the wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and verse 23. When you look at what James wrote in the last few verses of James chapter 4, he said, to a, for the man who does not do what he knows is right or what he should do, to him it is sin. That's sins of omission. Well, from a standpoint of brutal honesty, again, when somebody says, I, I just don't know, I, I doubt that I can live that faithful life, they are committing themselves to a lifestyle of the sins of omission. They're not going to walk with God. They're not going to keep his commandments. They're not going to be baptized into Christ for the remission of their sins. Remember what Jesus said in the night of his betrayal in John chapter 14 and verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Well, when somebody does, they just, because of doubt, because of a feeling of weakness, but ultimately that's connected with a, an attraction to some kind of sinful lifestyle in which they're already engaged, whether it is sins that they are openly, flagrantly committing, or if it's simply a sinful lifestyle that says, I don't want to make the commitment. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to make the commitment to become a Christian and live that Christian life. Well, whatever is the impetus behind it, that attitude reveals a lack of faith. Our faith is key to our salvation. The definition of faith in the scriptures in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 is simple and straightforward. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it is not a wild wish. We've talked about this. It's not a blind leap in the dark. It's not an unrealistic feeling. And it's not just a feeling. It is based on, it is a belief system based on substance and evidence. And in the sixth verse of that 11th chapter of Hebrews, the writer wrote, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who would come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So we must believe in God if we want to be in heaven with God for all of eternity. We also must believe in Jesus, the Son of God, our Lord and Savior. In John chapter 8 and verse 24, Jesus said, 
Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So we must believe in God as the Heavenly Father and our Creator. We must believe in Jesus as the Son of God and our Lord and Savior. And believing in God and believing in Christ is the foundation for the building of our faith in our spiritual lives. Again, remember, faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. I know we repeat that over and over and over again, but something that one, one crucial, crucial factor for a person being able to live the faithful Christian life is to be in God's word on a consistent basis, studying, thinking, praying, God, Help me to make these proper applications to my lives. Help me to understand what this is really teaching me. Help me to understand what you want me to be and what you want me to do as your faithful follower. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 17, the apostle Paul wrote, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Now, there are a lot of people who claim to have great faith in God. They claim to have this wonderful relationship with God and with Jesus, and they'll tell you about it. But they don't live a life that is indicated by living by faith. In fact, just the opposite. They live sinful lifestyles, blatantly sinful lifestyles. They seldom, if ever, darken the door of any church building to come together with the body of Christ to worship God and be in fellowship with his family, the church. Seldom, if ever. They live open lifestyles of sinfulness and probably in a number of different ways. They may even, even though they claim to have this great faith in God, if you get them upset... And in so many cases, you don't have to get them upset. It's just a common feature of their everyday language. They'll start using God's name in vain and the name of Jesus in all kinds of profane ways. Now, is that faith in God? Is that a life of faithfulness? It is certainly not what Paul laid out there, the just shall live by faith. It's not just a belief personally or just a feeling it is a life, a life. The just shall live by faith. The Apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8, By grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. The gift of God is salvation by his grace. He does the saving. Our part is developing and living by the faith. Now, how much faith is still too little faith? Well, when someone says, I doubt that I can live that faithful life, I doubt that I can be a faithful Christian, that's too little faith for certain. But I want us to look closer, dig deeper, and think about what Jesus said at the end of Revelation chapter 2 and verse 10. Be faithful until death, 
and I will give you the crown of life. Be faithful. Faithfulness is my faith put into action through obedience and dedication on a consistent basis. Let's pray together. Father, help us, guide us to have faith in you. Not just a casual belief, not just a statement of faith, but help us to have within us, to build within us, to develop within us the faith that is active and obedient and dedicated on a consistent basis, Father. Help people all around the world in every generation. People could say, if humanity ever needed faith in God and in Christ, they need it right now. And that's true of our situation in the world right now. Help us, Father. Guide us. Help us to open our eyes to that fundamental, most fundamental of all needs to have faith in you and to live in faithfulness before you. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We beg you and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.